Hello and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling geeky download. My name's Tommy and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident dystopian future survivor of the pod, DL. How are you, mate? I feel like a dystopian survivor. <laughs> Optus was all down all day. Oh my God, Optus was down We were like day. hardwired. Is this that what is, is this what? <laughs> <laughs> is this dystopia is, are we actually it's not for me i was that's in Tel- such a local reference i was in telstra i'm telstra i'm, I'm telstra good. too but so you weren't affected it was a wasteland so we were people. like we were like the people on the high you know in in the oh, yeah, yeah. on yeah. the high hill you know yeah, yeah when the rains come yeah we were fine we were yeah. we we had yeah, the health care yeah we were in the we were in the we had the tin hovering city yeah, yeah it's elysium oh, we were in the you know we were all reference. over the all over the free health care all that stuff everyone else matt damon was there had the optus situation poor optus peoples i went i went out to see a customer today and i was literally i was waiting for him at a cafe and this poor lady runs over to me and she's like help me i was like what happened well i'm thinking something horrible happened to her and yeah. she's like i can't use my phone can i please use your phone i was like god is this what the world's this come is to dystopia for me i mean so, to be fair so whatever all those other words you said i agree dystopian future survivor yeah, I, I am. I, I did survive because I, my friend, have diversified my risk. My internet was on something else. Good. And my phone was Batman. on all these people, you know, <laughs> one provider. Oh, save 20 bucks. But how do you feel now? <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, Idiots. Uh, moving Brilliant. on. Moving on. How you on. been, mate? I've been good, dude. I've been healthy, preparing for a pretty big weekend and uh, skipped. To it. ruin that health? Yeah, exactly. Like I did last week. You weekend. build the health up. Yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. Deplete it down. Peak it's it. like a phone battery. Okay. Except it doesn't always recharge, I think. Mine doesn't quite recharge to the levels it used to. You know those phone batteries where you've had the phone for like exactly. four, it's like four a, years? Exactly. It's like a two-generation old yeah, iPhone. Yeah. I'm probably That's where about my 13, personally. That's where I am. An iPhone 13. No, I'm not 13, but I'm like an iPhone 13. No one would have thought that. <laughs> we, we all know you're not 13. Wow. That's cool. Uh, but I skipped Melbourne Cup because I was like, you know... A lot of people are doing that I'm, these days. I did not. I mean, it's not so, some. It's not some like just to, just thing. to cover some local references for people. Telstra yeah. and Optus are the local telecommunications network. In Australia, mobile cells. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. No, what but like, let, let me clarify this. Australia is the weird country where they literally have two phone providers. Pre- two, pretty much, basically yeah. two internet and pretty phone much, providers. Yeah. So when yeah, one yeah. of them goes down, fifty percent chance that your mate can't but, do anything on his but phone. But never gone down this badly before. Yeah. Apparently, this was like. Dystopian future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the streets were rampant yeah, with yeah. people asking to use other people's phones. Turned into a Cronenbergian style um, movie. But yeah, it was crazy. And like, then Melbourne Cup is a big horse race that everyone takes a day off. And to people go in gamble Melbourne get a day off. What on earth for a and, horse race? And I didn't do it. And it's not because I'm a Peter so, fan. I just so the, yeah, the tides are turning. Apparently, apparently places are stopping loving the horse racing. So for multiple why? reasons, different different folks. I keep losing. That's betting. Why gambling i'm always losing. upon these days i don't know about that well apparently the po- so the local Especially- pub and pokies would, would tell <laughs> yeah, you well, something yeah. different the pokies uh <laughs> yeah they, they would want you to keep gambling uh, an- another local reference pokies are not gambling some machines? weird guy that slot like pokes <laughs> you slot it's machines. a slot machine <laughs> yeah and apparently they make billions of dollars every year yeah there's a lot of dumb people out there there's a lot of dumb people out there Makes me wonder, you know, what would the what would the Roman Empire think about this? Think about the Roman Empire often. <laughs> do you think about the Roman Empire? I, I often? actually do. <laughs> I did actually recently, man. I was uh, taking a, a little poo, and uh, I was thinking about like America and its apex. There's a lot of similarities. Do you think you're your apex now? I think you passed your apex. Well, at my point, like okay, what right. it was, got it, got it, got it. and it's like a lot of things that are happening China. now are very, very similar to what you, well, you know, you hear yeah. about in the Roman Empire. A lot yeah, of people yeah. just, you know, doing a lot of virtue signaling battles, not actually caring about the big problems. Not actually doing things. A lot yeah. of corruption. Destruction. A lot of hedonistic drug use. Interesting. Yes. Apparently, you know, the Christian church did that as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's like the birth of Christianity. I say China jokingly, but like, actually, I think India is probably going to be the next superpower. Well, they have the, they it. have the population pyramid to do huge. it. Huge, yeah. huge, huge population. Great, not even huge population. The best, very the best population. population. Yeah, and they're very okay. You know, working hard, working hard, and in bad conditions, which yeah. tends to help. Yeah, you know, as you get more developed, people are like I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, All of America, I don't want to do it. Um, but the, interestingly, I I don't think about the Roman Empire that often. Like, I think about stuff like the Greek the Greek Empire, and I think more about stuff like World War Two or like Atlantis. What Atlantis? 
Why don't you think more about Atlantis? Not a lot to think about though, because we don't know anything about it. No, but that's so what's it's, so interesting it's about more, it. It's more for fun. No, yeah, I do. I, I mean, to your point, I know what meme, you know, little viral zeitgeist yeah, this, you were this talking is from about. Meme, yeah. I, I definitely do. I think about these things. I'm like, okay, like at what point does somebody just take over the Senate in America the way that, you know, uh, they Caesar break in did. recently and try and do that? E2 Brute. <laughs> like, well, it didn't, it wasn't successful. So America <laughs> well, was holding out. Well, it was close. Um, been, Dude. I'm excited to talk about this week's movie. Uh, we are back on our bullshit with one of our many anthologies, back right? Bullshit. Sci-fi anthologies, baby. It's back. Is it back an with anthology or do we just like sci-fi movies? We really like sci-fi movies. I don't think movies. it's an anthology. Uh, I think yeah, it's you just know, a genre for us. Ticking along. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's what they call a genre. One of our genres. Enjoy. One of the genres we love. Uh, but it's that, even that's an anthology. A genre we love. That, yes, we've that got is so true. friggin' many, man. I'm excited to talk about this film. Are you? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I've seen it twice now, and I enjoyed it both times. I think I have too, but I can't, I'm not 100% sure. Hey guys, if you want to stick around and listen to us banter about the Roman Empire for no apparent reason, yes. feel free, stick around. There will be time codes in the description there, so you can jump around, you can check out the main topic we're going to be talking about today, which I'm really excited to talk about. I know I just said that, but genuinely, I'm thoroughly excited to talk about you. Like It was a really good suggestion by yourself. For sure. And um, let me ask you one question, DL. I love when I make good suggestions. If you were going to suggest to someone listening to this podcast how many stars perhaps they might want to give it in their podcast capture of choice, you know, Spotify, Apple, whatever that is, on a scale of one to five, what do you think you'd say? I mean, five. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be completely honest, I rarely rank podcasts. And for that reason, I will change my ways this very moment. It's happening, baby. I will rank all the podcasts I listen to and you should Immediately. Give us five stars. And there's no way for you to audit this, but trust me, I did it. Yeah, and those time codes will be supplied, as always, by Mr. Matthew Bliss, friend of the show to pod, podcasting master. We will give you all his details at the end of the show. DL, what have you been up to? What have I been up to, man? I, you Why know, do like, you say it like I'm that? So, <laughs> I'm trying to seduce me. While you out, what are you up to, baby? I mean, uh, if it's not happened by now, it's probably not going to uh, I have been, honestly, it's kind of boring because it's been like the same stuff I always talk about, but I actually finished Sex Education. Damn nice. I finished The Witcher, the core game. Oh, wow. Okay, good. So now I just have like hundreds of hours of expansions. Yeah. <laughs> you now have to play the other two games. Yeah. That come with uh, it. And I finished episode two of uh, the David Beckham thing. So oh, I'm a little more briefed you? up on your how fucking rude you English people are. Oh, yeah. We're the, we're like, the worst. What do you mean, dude? All he did was throw his leg up. Why are you like, that was not a big deal. <laughs> people are like, he, sh- he should be. He should be literally disappointed for like his life. Murdered. Mate, this he, he, it is despicable. He'll he'll never forget. I'm it. not sure what accent that was. I don't know, but you're fucking trying. Hell. I like that you're trying. They they great. are they they are rude. <laughs> the worst, uh, right? The rudest. Well, he got us knocked out of the World Cup. I didn't want to ruin that for you, but that was like the big deal. Well, it that's was, what I saw. Yeah, he, but like he didn't, he didn't just he didn't get you knocked out. Yeah, he kept you in the game and then got fucking a horrible hit on him. And had a bit of an emotional reaction. To me, that is a yellow card. You can't. Yeah. Well, that is a yellow card, not a dangerous behavior. Of course, you can't. You also (laughs) wouldn't be there if not for the guy. So maybe all of the above. Maybe don't rape and pillage his entire. All of the above. Well, yeah, we did for an entire year. Anyway, I I, I I don't remember doing that. I don't remember ever caring that much. I'm sure you. I was so young at the time. It was like 1998. I I I was like 11. You were like, I actually don't remember hating on him anywhere near that much. He's such a knob, and he's dating Spice Posh. Spice Posh. Whatever the fuck her name is. Posh Spice. Spicy posh. She has some Indian food. <laughs> She's uh, real posh and spicy. Okay, we're off the loose end, but no, dude. Mostly, really? I've been planning my bachelor party. Oh yeah, but you've been oddly silent on the email thread. I was away this weekend yeah, at I'm, a bachelor party. I've literally, but yeah, at it's a bachelor too much party. to think about. You were it's, too hungover to really care. Honest to God, I went. I had to skip the Friday because I had a work thing, and I went on the Saturday, and I decided to make up for it. So I went, I went all in. Okay, I was, I was like, so yeah, I went, I went a hundred percent. So you weren't exactly ready to discuss no, drowning and check. No. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> Sunday was, well, I had to get a two hour train journey back on the Sunday, which oh, was bad tough. enough. And then I got back and I, you know, when you can't eat, you're just a bit like, and I literally sat there and actually this leads nicely into one of the things I did this week. We decided to just put a movie on because I didn't want to eat. The partner was just sort of like around and about. So I just chucked on something that we've been talking about doing an anthology of for a while, which is legacy sequels. So things that had a movie way back in like the 80s or 90s, Indiana Jones, for example, came back into the Dial of Destiny. We watched Bad movie. Tr- Tron Legacy. I don't think I've ever seen that all the way through. 
I hadn't either. One. And I know so the Tron, the original, the nineteen eighties, is one of my my dad's all time favorite. I don't think movies. I've even seen that movie. I really enjoyed it, but like in, in a quirky, like sort of like a, yeah. it's an eighties movie kind of way. This one's are like the, the things that the problems with this movie is that like there's some really bad CGI. Didn't it get like dreadful reviews? Probably mostly due to the CGI. Yeah. And the fact that what's his name? The guy who plays the dude in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, it's uh I know who you're talking about. Why can't I forgotten his name? That guy, top of my head, can't remember. Yeah. Him. He just plays the dude from the Big Lebowski. And he's supposed to be like a coder and like this survivor in the basic story is that it's now his son coming mm. to find him. I think it's one of the Hemsworth, Is he still maybe? alive? Who? Yeah, the ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his name? This is it's going to really annoy me. But yeah, so his son comes in and comes to save him. A bunch of stuff happens in Tron world and Tron yeah, world. the son gets out with what was some sort of AI? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Anyway, it's a bit confusing. The ending's a little bit weird. I didn't mind it horribly. Like I thought it like it had some ideas and then, you know, it, it just it went very sort of like you know how everyone's so against AI at the moment. Everyone's yes. like AI's taking our jobs. Which I don't really it's here to kill us. It's a bit it's a bit excessive yeah. to be honest. I'm Batman. Um, yeah, I don't know why I did that. But it, mm. yeah, so we sat I sat and watched that while I was hungover and didn't have the worst time. Like it wasn't terrible. Yeah. No food either. No Usually food. I go straight to the Maccas. Didn't eat until three PM. It was actually you fed me. Thank you so much, dear. Oh my God. I, I should have this said this. This was the worst. <laughs> this was the worst because I was dreadfully hungover. <laughs> dreadfully. I had like a Friday night where we had one of the like oldest buddies from Okta l- is leaving. And we oh, ended up, no. we ended up going to like 2 a.m. Just on the beers. 2 a.m. It's crazy. Oh my God. But started at like, you know, a reasonable five o'clock, you know, like it yeah, was yeah. a long, long day of drinking. And I, so the next day I was a bit, you know, I was a bit off. And by the time I finally felt ready to eat, oddly um, enough, seems to be about the same time you felt ready to eat. <laughs> so I ordered my Uber nice, Eats. nice, actually. I appreciate yeah, I that. I ordered my Uber Eats, which was like the dankest little bagel sandwich. What was it? It was would, a salmon cream cheese. Yeah, it was great. It was delicious. And I ordered that I had to throw the coffee out, though. You, you ordered a uh, iced, uh, coffee. iced coffee, and it was, that nah, wasn't good. Anyway, they, uh, you threw it out. Rude. The <laughs> so the so I ordered this thing and not only like did I order it it took forever <laughs> so like it was like an hour and a half wait time brilliant so by the time like I get the like oh it's here I like get up I'm like sick and I literally am receiving a call from <laughs> you as I'm getting up to go to the door to get my bagel you go what's up man I'm like oh you know it's you're like oh you're you sounded t- chipper sounded about like that yeah because I was really excited, excited to eat. <laughs> And I get there and I, I'm like approaching the door. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to eat this dank bagel. I literally just said that. He's like, oh, are you? You mean the one that's been dropped off to my house? I left my Uber Eats address on at Tommy's <laughs> from the last time we recorded the podcast. And in the net net is he ate my, he it, was ate my bagel. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I the, starved. The funniest part was that I didn't even eat it on the spot. It arrived and it arrived about 30 seconds before the thing I'd ordered arrived, which was... You had a double-double. I had ramen and it just rocked up and I was like, I really wanted ramen in that moment. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll see if I want this later. <laughs> I had it for dinner. You know what the funniest part is? I ordered <laughs> I ordered the same thing again. It got there much quicker. Did it? Oh, good. good. And then I, it, they came with two. Ah. So I was like, what the fuck? And then like the coffee had spilled everywhere, ah. but the bagel was still sound. It was. It, it had maintained the perfect its, scenario. It had maintained its uh, structural what, structural integrity. Yeah, beautiful. So I like took the picture, got that for free, and it worked out in the end. Do you, so you technically a, got three so bagels? Karma would argue you should buy food for your friends, and I do regularly. But you don't come come around that often unless we're recording. So, okay. so <laughs> what have you been up to, buddy? I've yeah. talked about Tron Legacy and your food. So beyond that, I talked about the stuff I finished. I was you know looking up bachelor party locations: Mexico, Miami, Mykonos, Ibiza. We ended up on Prague. Um, largely due to the affordability of beer. And then <laughs> these are all very first world problems. And then I built a list of dude, I then I discovered the stars list of or, or sorry, the Disney Plus adult section. Yeah, yeah stars for movies is Wait, phenomenal. The adult section? Not that way. The adult section. That's just free and on the internet, easily accessible. Bam, 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 you can get that anywhere. <laughs> I can pull it, I can show you a beautiful website <laughs> or five. Um the point being like like the non kids section. And there's so many good movies. In yeah, so much good. Stuff I built like a 50 movie wish list. What did you What did you put on there? Oh, Conair. I, if you look, can, I just like 
pull yeah, it up yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I'd love to hear. I don't really remember. Well, we can probably add somebody to one of our many, 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 many lists. So I'm intrigued to see what you've but got. I was just there. like very, very impressed with the back catalog of. It does have some good stuff. My problem is the UI with Disney. Like it doesn't surface stuff that. Exactly. So you got to like, kind of go do the work. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Once you do the work, you, you just go to your watch list and it's all there. It does surface it all in the watch list. So we've got. I'm kind of second guessing some of my statements. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I said, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that was one for All right, Gail yeah, and I. It's a pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. Prey, which we've seen and done on it's the podcast film. plug our episode. Yeah, yeah. Prometheus, Birdman, Moulin Rouge, Borat, Pearl Harbor, Bruce Almighty, Dodgeball, Night at the Museum. There's something about Mary. Black Knight. Do you remember this one? A 90s special, very American movie. With it is uh <laughs> it's basically the plot of that Heath Ledger movie, except if um, what's his name? You mean a if Martin, if Martin Lawrence goes back into the middle of medieval ages and becomes a knight, wow! It's it's, it's big Martin Lawrence, baffling, beautiful, beautiful movie. Hot tub, time machine, Fight Club, Man on Fire, The Girl Next Door, Man on Fire. By the way, yeah, one of my all time favorites. The Revenant, Heat, Jojo Rabbit, Juno. Oh, that's what I watched this week. Forgot about that. We need to watch The Jojo. Village. We need to talk about Jojo Rabbit one time. Scrubs. It's always sunny. Just such great content. The menu. Little Miss Sunshine. I mean, Shallow Hal. I, me, myself, and Irene. The list goes on. There's a lot of comedy on there. There's, I think that's the biggest thing. I realize where all the comedy is. Yeah, it's, it's all on Disney. This. Apparently, Netflix, yeah. Netflix. Every time you're like, I want to watch a comedy. Comedy. There's nothing there. Oh, and it's all those. It's always that their own crap, like that. Yeah, Bill that's, Burr, that's never good. Old dad's movie. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. It's never good. Dad's shouting at anyway. So I got like quite a backlog. Backlog. Well, well, we'll pick through that and find some ones that we might put on a couple of our lists. I'm yeah. like, I mean, some of them are so, so good, like Dodgeball, and like, a lot of them are classic. Are like not great, but good, like girlfriend or fiance movies. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I was, a, that, I, I realized that's where we should be looking, not Netflix, because Netflix has mm. like mm. such stuff that I really like, yeah, like okay. what we watched yeah, today. Yeah. And then just such garbage that she likes that there's no Venn diagram of, of overlap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's I, uh, what I'm up to. I saw a meme recently that basically said like pre-memes. All it was was men stood in a room shang Anchorman and Dodgeball quotes each other. And that's literally how I fit, felt in life for a long time. Yeah, dude. I, that's why we were friends. I mean, <laughs> that and many other things. But yeah. You look like a blueberry. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's fun. So you of those movies, you did actually watch one. I watched Juno. Juno. Yeah. I haven't seen Juno. Juno was worth it. It's a good, wholesome watch and okay. quite funny. All right. And it's Michael just crazy. Sarah? Michael Sarah, he's a very small part. And uh, it's got mainly the, I forget his Is it Elliot now. Page? Is it Elliot Page? Still yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but before when when it was, when he was a her. When he was a her. He was um, a she. Which is like, was interesting because she's very, he's very young in this. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. early, I think. and his acting career because we we did we talked about inception for our, i think we did for our 100th episode yeah perhaps this was something earlier than that for sure yeah no but we it's it's quite difficult to talk about a human being who pre-transition who is now post-transition and yeah you, you don't offend anyone i just i'm just <laughs> i forget because my entire habit has well, been to stick with the pronoun the way i saw it was in the film Elliot was a she in the film. So we're talking about the film where is a she. So that's what we were saying. Wow. That's how, how we tried. How fucking dare you? <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. Okay, let's move I on. did uh, one of the cool things this week. I'm going to say cool. Um, it's it's certainly, certainly interesting. It is a podcast I've been listening to. Not trying to get people away from our podcast. Do not leave. Please, God, don't leave us. Uh, it's a podcast called With Great Power. Now, this was recommended to me by a friend of the show, Franksy. And it's from the journal. I don't listen to a lot of stuff from the journal. Um, if I'm quite perfectly honest with you, this was super interesting. It was about the start, like the beginnings of Marvel Studios and how they got there. Mm. Really, I mean, like it had it had one of the cardinal sins of a podcast for me, which is I didn't like the guy's voice who was presenting it. So I'm two episodes in. The content is great, like super interesting. The guy's voice, though, I'm like, voices, voices are tough to get over. Yes, like yours, it's awful. This guy, so mine, I, mine is buttery. It effectively follows Avi Arad uh, basically buying the rights to Marvel for absolutely nothing. Yeah, he didn't. It wasn't a fucking steal. Yeah, basically, it kept, it kept them out not. of business or from going out of business. Yeah, right? yeah. And then he talks to like how they sold some of the rights to Sony, and Sony actually had the opportunity to buy the rights to all of the other characters that Marvel now exploit regularly. Exploit. And they and they said no. Exploit. Yeah, their own stuff create these huge blockbuster uh movies from them really really interesting and some of the people in there 
wouldn't expect to hear from. Like the head of Sony was in this. Kathleen Kennedy, who does all the, uh, I think she's all the Star Wars stuff now. A bunch of really interesting people talking about this progression towards, you know, for a long time taking over the industry. And I find it really interesting. So kind of recommend going away and checking that out. It's quite short episodes. I think like 30 minutes maybe. So yeah, worth a listen. Sounds good. I will. I think I know the story, so it's kind of like hard. Whenever I know the full end of the story, it's hard for me to go get excited to. It's interesting hearing it from like the perspectives of like an Avi Arad, who he's basically a Jewish immigrant whose story is on its in itself is interesting. Yeah, and then they actually were more interested in selling toys than they were making movies. So that so they sold the rights to Sony, basically saying, "Okay, you do what you want with the film. We just want the toy sales." Because Spider-Man, right? Like the biggest, it, it's still the biggest in terms of toy so sales crazy for, how, like, for Marvel. One simple decision can be like so dumb. But then after they did the, the, after the first film did so well, they basically put a foot down and were like, absolutely not. If you're making a second film, we want a better share of these rights. Cause but how can you do that? You know what I mean? Like, once you agree to something, maybe they only agreed to one film. Listen to it. Give yeah. it a listen. Uh, anyway. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. I recommend. It's fun if you've got the time to listen to another yeah. podcast that isn't ours because we've got such a big back catalog, man. You can go listen to all of our episodes. I recommend taking the early ones with caution because the quality <laughs> was not that high. Uh, it takes time. Anything else you got up to this week, DL? Oh, uh, man. I think that was mainly it. I watched Juno. I watched this movie. I, I finished The Witcher. Finished Sex Education. Fucking great show. I, yeah. Okay. show. Really wholesome. And I, yeah, I got through. David Beckham thingo. And nice. more and more the English their American interviewer bugs me. Oh my god. Why did he you. why did he pick someone like that? I don't know. He's maybe just, someone in Hollywood convinced know. him. Or maybe because he didn't know. Maybe like maybe David Beckham wanted like a clean slate to go this with. Yeah, but that's even better to like just have history. Like someone with that who at I least mean, appreciates English culture. That's this what guy I said. couldn't throw English culture. He had no idea. That's a bad I don't know what the hell I just said, but <laughs> he couldn't throw a culture. Hey guys, if there's anything that you would recommend us checking out, we can talk about on the show. Feel free to hit us up. You can find us at podcastsemble or thepodcastsemble at gmail.com. We love it when you do. We also have a website, www.podcastsemble.com. We've both been super busy recently. Not a lot's gone up on there, but there will be more and more content coming out very, very soon. Our contact details are there though. So hit us up, send us memes too. Send us whatever you like. We like it when you do. We'll call you out on the pod. Yeah. DL. Yeah. Do you want to preface our main topic? It's the main topic theme. This week, we are doing I Am Mother from Netflix. A Netflix original. One of the rare Netflix originals that, you know... 2019. Not bad. Yeah. Came out right before COVID. I think that's, like, why neither of us could remember if we'd seen it or not. Oh, that's a good point. It was, like, literally right. We got locked down moments after. Yeah. So So it arrived, and we literally couldn't leave our houses. It was very much like the premise of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, well, do you want to give me our stupid plot summary then before well, we... Of course. Robo AI Mama and Hillary Swank go head to head in this battle. Who gets to raise the most gullible only child ever? <laughs> I like that. Actually. Yeah. All right. Robot practicing 1940s good housewife hiding sinister intentions? Question mark? Yes. Hiding sinister intentions? No. Who knows? I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Loud noises. So this is from Grant Spator. And, you know, this is kind of his one and only real big movie on his IMDb page. He actually moved into podcasting after this, which I find very interesting. Why would you And he talked about... It was pretty successful, wasn't it? It was successful enough for a a Netflix movie. But I kind of like the cast for this. Like, there was a lot of really cool... Uh, sorry, there was very minimal but very coolly created characters by a couple of awesome people. What the heck? Mother's a guy? You mentioned... Well, so... <laughs> I just noticed this. We'll get talking about this in a moment. So the the body of the of the mother was actually practically created and then uh, enhanced by CGI. So the guy who played that actually played it. a bunch of stuff in a lot of the rings, including a, a power orc in the rings of power, which sounds awesome. And... um. Yeah, so Rosie Burns, the voice of mother. We have Hilary Swank as woman, which I love. I love everyone's just got a random name. And then Clara Rugard as daughter, who I'm surprised has done so little since this. Yeah, she, she was, was good. good. She was good. She, she was like not many like child actors that are good. She bloody nailed this. Yeah. I, you know what I was going to do for this as well? I was going to bring back a classic segment that a lot of our new listeners probably haven't heard us talk about before. I was going to start trying to bring back a goofy IMDb picture for this. But mm. it's like five people on the cast list. Yeah, I can't really so do hard. it. And none of them were there. even remotely goofy. There's literally like three actual actors. Yeah, literally. And really two. Three? Yeah, two. Two, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, Most, almost mo- all like of other, Yeah, yeah. Anyway. 90% two of and a half, maybe. 
Two and a half. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay, let's do that. Half a Hillary Swank. Yeah. Hillary Duff? Hillary Swank. What about, which one is it? Uh, Lizzie McGuire would not make it in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. This is definitely Hillary Swank. All right, gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Righto, righto, darling. Yeah. Uh, what's the plot of this? What actually happens in this film, dude? Uh, it is a bit slow at times. We, we can, we can say that, but overall, the plot, I guess, if you had to sum it up is we're basically following a robot in some kind of post-apocalyptic world yeah. locked in some kind of like fortress lab vault thing. vault yeah vault like kind of like a fallout vault yeah yeah it is kind of fallout isn't uh, it as it raises as this robot raises and educates what seems to be the last human on earth or one of the last humans on human on earth are you led to believe humans on earth um we do see that the robot actually has taken the fetus uh is actually like created in like an artificial womb so like something's happened where they were able to like save a bunch of fetuses that's we know that pretty early which is interesting yeah yeah we're basically Um, introduced to a world right whereby it's post-apocalyptic you're in a bunker you don't know a lot other than the fact there is an robot and an human and and human was created by an robot from a fetus and she like there wasn't a mom that birthed her and the robot just wants to be a good mother apparently that's what it seems like this really worked for me no the best part about this movie is like the like lack of detail and information and the premise absolutely 100 and you're coming along the journey with daughter aptly named daughter Daughter, which is literally the name for an i movie but you're coming along this journey of discovery that like you know she's a teenager now she wants to rebel but Who's she going to rebel with? Yeah, She's like, trapped in this thing, and it's 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 interesting. The viewer's experience mirrors, mirrors hers. Completely. Like, because you know, basically. Except nothing. for at the end where she decides she wants to be a mother. I've never made that conscious decision myself. <laughs> Nor killed for it. This is all sponsored by <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. I was going to say, like, that is the one part where I'm like, ooh. Um, like, technically can't be a mother, so. I know, guess, like, if you were life. the last human on Earth, like, yeah, you would. You'd be fucking hoping there was someone else. Oh, absolutely. Isn't that the Hillary Swank? We'll talk we'll talk about it i tell you what really worked for me was the creeping sense of dread that gradually builds through this movie and really sort of well built alien yeah. kind of way yeah except instead of alien been hiding in the shadows the whole time you can see the dread you just yeah. don't realize it until and you don't really know why but you kind of it all feels yeah. off it yeah. all feels creepy even the voice of mother it just like the whole way through i was like holy hell that is creepy yeah that was probably the best part of the movie yeah the mother voice acting and it's constant the world they build is super consistent i'd say in terms of like all the way through like the character like uh, you, sometimes you get these films and there's like a massive plot twist and the characters act completely differently to how they've been built up to previously where in this i feel like all the characters are quite consistent and I think the you kind of know learn, where it's going yeah you i guess don't so. know exactly there's a couple things you don't know you're how not, you're gonna get there there's a couple things you're not exactly sure why they're happening when but like you do you don't it's not really surprising when the credits rule what the outcome is it's more just really well done executed yeah, yeah. absolutely and the i like the sort of sci-fi horror vibes it's it's is it horror or thriller it's kind of in a this thriller gray area it's not horror it's not there's far not really off, any though. jump scares no, but like the fact that mother is just so brutal. So one of the first times we see daughter get to experience anything outside of what she knows, which is these, you know, the same walls, the same foods, the same bed, everything, uh, is that she finds a mouse, which is chewed like through, yeah, chewed through a cable and it's, some of the power has gone down and mother just goes psycho. She just like puts that thing directly in the first protocol it's <laughs> yeah. like no wah, wah, wah. like it's like do, 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 do. yeah like, it's but, just the speed at which she makes the decision without consultation yeah. to just eliminate this thing but that was like giving that's me the like, part of the creeping dread that, that's yeah. what they've done really yeah. well because you're like how else does she what else does she do like that exactly like what what other thing yeah. could be that mouse it's giving me like how vibes from like space odyssey or alien the alien ai vibe as well that's what i'm saying yeah, it's like you're right it, it, it's on. got that sort of feeling to it but you have to work towards getting there like yeah. they take you on this beautiful little journey of like do you trust the do you trust the ai do you not it's and actually it, a droid by the way i droid, feel like you are being is, very it is an ai i feel like you are totally not respecting droid rights the droid rights roger roger <laughs> it is a droid ai God, whatever if, if that was the uh the clone wars jesus they would never have beaten those guys no hectic no they looked equipped. <laughs> no, I, very very thick no but i think one thing we're, we're failing to d- talk thick. about <laughs> yeah did you just call the robot thick? <laughs> let me let me correct you actually 
Did you just call mother yes. Luke Hawker thick? Yes, I did actually. Yes. <laughs> Luke, you thick boy. Uh, no, but I think one thing we're not really talking about though is like why that creeping dread is able to like be balanced through most of the movie is like mother is also like there's moments of tenderness and caring and like really it's really intentional in showing the moments of her teaching her daughter like lessons and really trying Mm. to actually do like impart things that would make you a good human i think or at the very least rationally make rational moral decisions certainly make rational moral decisions absolutely like she she goes through homeschooling and they're going through certain scenarios and we see like them talk it out and uh, and like really empathize on like why these tough decisions are the ones say that empathize one that it, it's it's an AI, it's an AI that the, the idea is you I like the whole way through I was watching it, I was thinking the same thing there were bits where for example daughter would put a hand on the on the droid and you know the droid would turn to her as if it could feel it and it was like you were supposed to feel like that but it couldn't feel that and it couldn't feel the empathy that no, I just mean it's like being it, it, it's made obvious, to believe it, it might. It's obviously intentional in what it's teaching her. Is my point completely in a way that is not in a way that doesn't make it more sinister. Actually, tempers that sinisterness. Yeah. So it was like a good balance of like, okay, here is this like programmatic thing on a mission. When you see something like the mouse, but then why is it trying to teach her this nuanced argument about moral? ethics yeah, in, in class like yeah, so yeah. it's like okay like it keeps you off balance in that way kind yeah. of i think that would like it would be pretty predictable if you didn't sub- like subvert the viewers like expectations yeah. in moments like that i'll give you that i guess yeah. as well though it's the sort of the world they've built here the world the bunker they're in which is their world at this point it's so meticulously created that it fits everything that mother is trying to teach so like it's super clean like everything has an order it's almost like you know she's trying to create the perfect living scenario so that not not hillary swank it's the other character so that daughter comes up to have you know a very specific way of thinking and doing For sure. so i like agreeing with you com- completely but i don't i don't think the empathy is there i think it's way more sinister if you think more deeply about the scenario i think it's I didn't mean to say like, maybe empathy is the wrong word. I'm saying like there are well she's she, doing something she that she, empathy she, in she has the like mother obviously has the intention to make daughter a good person by what she defines as a good person. Which mm. there are many moments where what she you can see what she defines and 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 empathize with it and understand yeah. why she's teaching her that yeah, thing like complex right? like, moral and ethical yeah lessons. does that make sense like yeah, yeah. so it's like you empathize with like okay like I, I would teach my kids something like that like i would have them think that way like it, it kind of humanizes the interaction maybe you're a droid <laughs> um the other- i think daughter was phenomenal in yeah, this great all actress. the way like i mentioned before like i don't know why she's not been in more stuff after this because all of it like how do you get that emotion from someone who's working with what is literally a droid (laughs) sure the interesting thing about the the mother character let's call it is that it had like odd ticks you know so it it had like some uh electronical um like dots or lights on its face which subtly move sort of semi-highlighting emotion and i feel like it was trained into daughter like what those subtle differences meant so she she was reacting not to like social cues per se from a human but like really really subtle changes in mm. visuals really interesting well i also just liked the design yeah i did too actually. it was really cool the design the, was the very robot cool. design was pretty cool like i feel like they did a lot with a little with that character yeah for sure for sure. And I think... Um, in fact, in the whole movie, a lot with a little is kind of... That's, this wouldn't have had a big budget, you think? Yeah. Like, a quick Google, $5 million budget. What on earth? I mean, like, they didn't pay any of the actors. <laughs> Full stop. Like, <laughs> like, it was very little. They they didn't make that much, I imagine. But it was... Uh, and all scene- of, and $4,995,000 of that went on Hillary Swank. Yeah. The CGI <laughs> and stuff was, like, good, too. And the design. Yeah, they worked so like, with... That's probably where they put the money. They worked with Weta Digital. Um, oh, yeah, who do New Zealand every fucking cool piece of CGI in the world, uh, and it, you can tell basically. Yeah, I'm. I reckon probably a big bit of the budget went on them. Like, I bet, why I bet you're right. Yeah, because it looked it looked really good. So um, the interesting concept that you brought that comes up when you start to watch this film is that mother is bringing up only one child, and this is something I was thinking about when I was thinking about the performances and the nuances of a mother teaching a daughter. How are they going to repopulate the earth if it is just daughter? 
So is daughter supposed to then, uh, as you go through, you find out that they then bring another baby into existence and what were they going to do? Like just bring a bunch of them into existence all at once so that mother could teach them to be good humans and then procreate together. But like she never would have that experience. Like that's a bit of a sad state of affairs. Who would never have that experience? Mother? Daughter. A daughter? Daughter who would then be mother. That makes sense? I get your point. Because she's effectively, like the way I viewed this was they have all these embryos in there and daughter is effectively being groomed as a mother. She's been groomed to have all these ethical and moral you're, you're standards. You're not wrong. Yeah. And she's, the, the, I, there are all those other embryos in there. Like I say, yeah. they're eventually yeah. going to no, start having them. What, is, what experience is she going to have growing up? Is she just a brood mare? Like what, like, well, what I guess like, that? I, I guess like that's the, like that's the interesting question of like, why, how would, how would the raising of, you know, the next ones be different? Like yeah. how, like what, what is an AI? This is the area that I would be curious to explore. And we're kind of getting into spoiler territory. So if you we're talking full spoilers. It's fine. The, like, what is the next phase of this plan? Like, how do you temper the next phase of human, you know, uh, organic growth, which would be like the mom and the kids. That's, and now that's there's multiple relations. Yeah. Like yeah. what, what does the AI believe is like the actual archetype of the patriarch, right? Yeah. Or whatever, like, and, and the dog, and like. How does that all change? What's the end goal? And yeah, it would be that's an interesting thing yeah. to maybe explore. But um, they they kind of just stuck. They mainly stuck with like, how does daughter become a mother? And yeah, like, what well, is the thinking that needs to go into that process? Because I was sat watching this, thinking, is there going to be you know, is there going to be a big twist? So the way the interesting thing is daughter keeps noticing little things around the facility so for example there's a bit where she's in her class and there are other chairs in the class and then she looks to her side and it looks like she's looking through a door that has other chairs in as well so i was thinking there could be a huge twist whereby either these are part like a bunch of pods raising mm-hmm. a bunch of people see who's the best and who's going to be the brightest yeah. or you know what we eventually find out is that they've had other attempts at this and they've just not been as successful as she was mm. in whatever metric. That Which is kind been. of what happens in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Su- super, super interesting. So anyway, what happens is a stranger, a swanky stranger, arrives at the bunker. Yeah. And yeah, you find out that maybe daughter isn't the only human left on the planet. Maybe that, you know, humans may have survived in pockets for whatever has been happening outside. And it's that classic, I mean, it's a little bit tropey at this point, but like, She's been told that she can't go outside because she'll die. Yeah, there's like a, that's what I was going to say. That the, she's been told there's a virus, basically. Yeah, that was right. Was it a yeah, virus? It was, or was a virus. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. And she's been and and I guess like that. The mouse first is like, oh, what's going on there? And then the second thing is like a person. Yeah. And that kind of disproves it. Gradual build. And she just like actually lets the Hillary Swank in to the yeah. facility and like hides her for like a few hours. And part of me, part of me, that's when it's like. Come on, uh, dude. Yeah, Come on. obviously yeah, mother knows about this. So like that's when you're start like for me at least, that's when you're starting to think, well, what's going on here? Joe. Because surely this place has video cameras. <laughs> surely this is like this robot yeah, isn't only able to see what it can see. In many cases, it's got like that crazy laser vision where it like yeah. spans across the room. But yeah, and I think for me, the introduction of Hillary Swank was super interesting because she didn't trust anyone. It was interestingly done because she was sort of introduced as someone who was injured and needed help and, you know, daughter and mother trying to help her. You got the impression that, you know, mother was possibly, God, it's so weird talking about an android mother. Yeah, <laughs> possibly, it is a bit odd. Possibly trying to help and Maybe it was Hilary Swank's own ethical issues that were stopping her letting the droid help her. But then it's the, again, the slow creeping, like, thriller aspect of it where you're not sure... Is mother lying at any point? Is yeah. Hillary Swank just trying to get her own way? It's really, and, and well, like, done. They're really pl- well done. And they're playing it off like each scene. That's why in my dumb summary, I'm like the gullible, most gullible child because it's like whoever was the latest one to talk to her is who she believes. So it's, it's kind of <laughs> a, so a back and forth. But what I will say is Hillary Swank has got trust. Swillery Hank. Swillery Swank has got some trust issues, bro. Oh, tell me she about She was uh, very, very, very untrusting. But then what, you, what she, went on out there in the big bad wild? Well, you find out later on. But yes, uh, it, I mean, like if you had been hunted by androids, you'd probably feel very similar. And that's the what she's, she's effectively trying to express to daughter that maybe she, this one seems a bit different, but the ones outside the are yeah. killing and murdering babies. 
it's hard to see them as different entities when you're in that. Like I've seen Terminator. We've well, you, all seen Terminator. If you're, if you're, you know, a little girl, sure. Like, and the, all you've experienced is this little fallout vault. Yeah. 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 You, absolutely. you can understand, you can understand the thinking and like why. It's interesting because she does have like an iPad type thing where she watches a lot of old human TV shows and stuff. talk shows and stuff. So at what point does that cut off? So it's clearly not like internet. She clearly doesn't have access to everything. Is like chat GPT. Is there a cutoff point? <laughs> they like, I mean, I, I January guarantee 2023. I guarantee you Terminator's not in that watch list. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not in the queue. Neither is X Machina. Yeah. I think they maybe left that one out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you think about like the pacing, what like you've talked about how it's like slow and but creeping, but like, what, did you enjoy it? Like, was it too? Yeah. Well, by slow, I mean like it's, it's not this action packed movie. No, this it's is creeping. like not an action movie. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 like I say, it, it's creepy. The the way you are on this journey with daughter and you are finding out things as she's finding them out is actually really well done and actually well paced as well. Yeah. Like that slow build of the mouse and then Hilary Swank coming in and then finding out that there have been other daughters who yeah. didn't make it. Like it's... Which it, is a big reveal. Basically, yeah, exactly. the, the, as, as they're going through this moral debate, uh, Hilary Swank, who's kind of imprisoned as she's getting better, yeah. and mother... Each of them is telling the daughter different things. And one of the things that daughter goes to investigate and learn for herself, use stealing a key to go look at data, yada, 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 is that there's burned remains. Well, Hilary Swank is shot, is shot when she arrives. And basically mother tells her, because Hilary Swank shoots mother to try and get her away from her. She's like, I analyzed the bullets and, you know, they're the same. So she's been shot by another human outside. And then Hilary Swank's like, did you see the bullets, daughter? Did you see what was going on there? It turns out the bullets were different, so she had been yeah. shot by droids, right? So this is she's already on like a path to self. Yeah, I gotta so, go figure this out. Yeah, exactly. Find this out for herself, and she goes and like you say, she realizes that mother had burnt the mouse in a furnace, yep. and she's like, "What else could have gone through the furnace?" Yeah. It turns out, you know, this human remains in there. So. Some jawbones. And that that was really great acting by yeah, the actors I, in that moment. I think so too. But I, one of the things about the pacing and like, I guess it gets into tones and themes too, but the pacing was that I thought was really interesting was it was like basically matching mother's movements. Like oh, when mother was like running and, and intense, like the pace increased. Yeah, yeah. When she was like subtle and caring, like in teaching, like the pace slowed down. And then when the just like a creepy little head turn, could like bring up the creep factor. Well, it basically just matched the tone and pacing of the movie matched what mother was doing at any given moment. That's uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. And I guess that kind of also matches the point we we're making about like how daughter had been conditioned to, yeah. you know, understand. It's the only person in her life. Exactly. Her the life. neon movements of her face has been almost emotion, which it clearly yeah. isn't. So the movie then goes on and the actual big twist of this isn't that Hilary Swank gets daughter to escape with her with promises of meeting other humans. It's that they do escape and it's, they think, uh, daughter thinks that they are going towards other humans so she can learn and be part of a family. But what actually happens is, turns out that Hilary Swank, she a liar too. Yeah. She's learning liars. some big lessons, daughter, today, isn't she? Yeah. And she's basically living on her own, away from any... She left everything because it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And she... But it's Hilary Swank who just wants someone to be with her. Yeah. And it's kind of like, kind of sad. It is. Super depressing. It's like a really weird question. Like, did did she just want a friend or did, you know, was is there some other motive there? That well, we I think that people did exist because there is like, the, she Hilary Swank talks about all her other friends and family and her brothers that were in the mines. In the mines. They hid in the mines. The mines of mine. And like at one point, doesn't mother like put her against the wall and like, demand to know where the the mind was that a charade as well is the question no i don't think so i think i think that's real so one of the things we we haven't mentioned yet but we find out at the very end is that it's a hive mind for these for the ai for the droids it's a singular entity so i think she was actually just trying to find out so the other outside droids could go and destroy the rest of. but then there's also a twist at the end like literally the very end where she goes to where hillary swank was staying the mother and goes and kills her uh, it's implied and well, she says, "Do you don't you think it's weird that you were the only one to ever make it? Like I had a purpose for you." So I have a bunch is of that questions. True? I have a bunch of questions. Yeah. So let's just finish this plot yeah. very quickly. So what happens is, daughter goes back. She effectively, in doing so, proves herself to, to proves herself to mother that she is capable of raising, you know, the future of mankind. Effectively, yeah. and we see mother get defeated. As but I don't understand down. what she did to prove that. 
that's the part that like left me, the left me a bit wanting. Like it wasn't really clear what she did to pass the test that others didn't. Maybe it didn't need to be something particularly clear. Maybe it was, you know, going back and being there when the baby needed Maybe. her. Whatever it was, it worked. <laughs> but then we see another version of Mother at the end prop him up to Hillary Swank. So does she kill Hillary Swank? Does Mother kill Hillary Swank and take her skin and become Hillary Swank? What happens in that moment? <laughs> Jesus. To, to control and destroy the other humans? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I think that it is i think that this is meant to be intentionally vague obviously did daughter raise all of those children because there was like an estimate of there been like thousands of children thousand yeah i think they say did she do that did humanity survive like outside it's still a barren wasteland i know that the ai is sort of trying to recreate some semblance of like normality for her for when she's eventually ascending basically right to being like the new leader but like, how many children had mother attempted to raise and failed? How many of those lessons did daughter actually take on? That you know, if it's not working, yeah, you know what I mean. You like, know, I I think that they they mean to leave. You could explore this in a sequel, totally, in a, totally. In a lot of different ways. I don't know that you need to. I think it's yeah. very self-contained and like yeah. kind of the more you add, maybe the worse it gets, kind of thing. Maybe. Like it's better for us to just have a, something to talk about. Um, it'd be very hard to do something the same way vaguely. I am mother too. Yeah. As in like T-O-O. Yeah, I'm mother well. too. As also. Well. Um, one thing though I liked about the rep- like Hillary Swank's character as like a motif, if mm. you will, is like you can kind of see all this stuff uh, around the benefits of what mother's trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, intentionally. Like, mm. she's, she's, her justification is, look, I, I was- The greater good. Yeah, I was built to basically service humanity. It's the old argument. Yeah. And I could see that they were on a downward spiral to destroying themselves. So and I I, them up. I love humanity, so I had to like start it from scratch. Yeah. In a way, the only way to fix it was to like start it from scratch with a better foundation kind of thing. The classic AI, there was a bit of a twist on it, which was like, I was encoded to love them, not destroy them. Like it's but all- then can AI love, like it's a big ethical thing. Yeah, 100%. But point being- Philosophical questions. Um, with podcast assembled <laughs> we love these philosophical questions but one thing i liked about it was like there's obviously the sufficiency to it there's all all this stuff that sure. she's doing and then you have just like a very like human element of hillary swank character is she's mm. like doing these drawings mm. of like unique individuals but i've seen all, I, but i've seen iRobot. Hum- robots can draw as well that look different <laughs> but my point like that's obviously the motif they were going for i like that i wish we yeah. had more of that like what there was there was fundamentally what are the differences? not yeah. a question asked about like what is humanity like what is usually movies that tackle this subject try and articulate in some fashion some of the like what makes humans humans yeah sure and for that for for this movie it was basically she draws you know her, her you know, there's yeah, like an artistic yeah. integrity of like the uniqueness well, of, of humanity like each person is different da- not yeah, a bunch think, of robot robots that are the same but i think daughter is like the venn diagram of that because she was obviously raised in that setting but still has all of the human emotions so has all of that yep. drive to be with other humans and that really reflects more in her than it does in hillary swank whose name we haven't said once in this entire podcast but uh she is just called woman, woman. so that's helpful that's why <laughs> that's exactly why we haven't named named her character so i i think it's more about like the unleashing of daughter's human nature and I think that's probably what the film's trying to get at. But the challenging sense, the human, like saying, like, "Hey, what is her human nature?" Yeah, and she, the fact that she returns despite that, exactly, to do the mission that mother had originally intended. But also the most human thing she could do, which is caring for another human being that she, needs. Her. I mean, but she was doing. I guess she was doing that in both ways, and and as like meaning like she was caring for Hilary Swank's character. Sure, but Hilary Swank wasn't the future. The baby was. No, I, I get that. And that's oh, where the, that's that where the conflict. Yeah, yeah I mean, we point. haven't really talked about that, but at one point, uh, mother gives daughter the option of choosing another baby to have as you know part of their bigger family, yeah. which the which she's wanted for a long time. And the, the I think that I think you mentioned before there's some tech in it that means they can speed up having the baby. I think it, it is birthed just, within 24 hours really rather quick, than yeah. obviously a nine month just gestation, which is you know that's interesting in itself. But like that, then having that family becomes daughter's entire goal and that's quite interesting in itself the fact that she stops thinking about her education thinking about her next step and it's all about i want to spend time with the baby and i think that's where you get to the point of like what is human nature and it's about that you know care caring for someone regardless personally that's how i no, feel. I agree with that i guess like but then in my my point is like what is the 
what, what is the driver? defining mm. difference between mm. that and what Hillary Swank was trying to do? Like those are obviously two characters that are meant to foil each other. Sure. And I feel like where we could have gotten more is like how those two similar views are juxtaposed. Mm. Like we didn't learn enough about her backstory and who she and and or even decisions she she decides to make that I really like are, the ambiguity of it. Honestly, I, I would have liked a little bit. I don't need backstory. I just mean like I need like a f- philosophical juxtaposition. Yeah, what's the reasoning? Yeah, and that's fair enough. I think like from a, from some, my perspective, some compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah, I was entertained enough by it, and I think like daughter in from my undertaking, my take on the movie was that she was the Venn diagram of the two. She was the clean cold efficiency of mother but also the um eccentric passionate version of the human being in sort of like this middle ground and she'd proved that she'd proved that she could do the cold hard part by you know learning and uh, being able to recite all these you know ethical moral philosophical standpoints back to mother yeah but then had also proved how human she was in coming back for your the brother in you know you're totally right what i what i wanted more of was like moments where you wanted them to fight didn't you no, you were like I wanted, fight i wanted moments where hillary swank like displayed that i guess they gave us a couple yeah. which was like she wouldn't take the medicine like she like mm. things like that but i wanted more moments where it was like sh- her humanity's flaws were juxtaposed in hillary swank like the passion the whatever whatever their whatever the critique is yeah for i, I guess old was, humanity yeah. what was it yeah like, i guess she was just trying because she was so distrustful of mother yeah. she didn't show any emotion the whole time she was in the facility yeah. and they were kind of building towards her showing more emotion around daughter but every time she got close you know mother came in and you actually found out later that she was yeah. that mother was recording their conversations yeah, she was sure. like following everything they were doing so there's your other question like how how long did mother actually know and how much did she know and not explain to daughter? So that's very interesting in itself. Yeah, the twist was it was all part of the plan. Yeah, um, the all part of the plan. Part of mother's plan. For the greater good? The greater good. The greater good. Yeah, it was. So what are the tones and themes you saw in this big game? Uh, yeah, I kind of touched on it a bit. Like the like, what is humanity? Yeah. Finding that and kind of critiquing that and really critiquing like the whole utilitarian question. What is it? Is it Hobbes or Mark? Oh, yeah. Every one of those philosophers or questioning authority. Yes. You know, not always just doing what you're told. The nature versus nurture thing for me was like front and center of this. I was like, mm. as an undergrad in psych- psychology that I have like minimal knowledge of, that was the thing that fascinated me most about humans. Yes. Are we built to be like, you know, like crazy passionate beings or can we be like nurtured into robots? I mean, our phones are trying. <laughs> no, nurture, nature versus nurture is a good one. So what we do now, guys, we like to give you three reasons why you might want to watch this and three reasons why you might not. We call it three best and three worst. DL, what are your three best and all three worst? My three best are off the cuff because I forgot to do this part. <laughs> uh, no, no, to be fair, the main actress, uh, yeah, daughter, yeah. phenomenal, uh, as well as the voice acting, the voice acting of mother. I think those two were phenomenal. I really liked the, the, as we've talked about a bunch, the pace and tone and like of the buildup, very alien as you're, to your point, very Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, uh, absolutely. How portion of that movie, not the first half. <laughs> um, and I really liked the design. It was like minimalist. And there was like, I like movies like this where you don't have like this big cast and it's very like totally contained, you know, I'm, I'm very similar actually yeah. with mine. So I had Dota, you mentioned, I had the world they built, even mm-hmm. though like, you know, it is contained. It is this small bunker and it's, it's sinister in itself. Like, I don't know how you feel, but when I watch, you know, any sort of horror or thriller and there's some sort of doctor in it and everything is pristinely clean and you're like, that fucking guy, he did it. Every time it's the guy who's, you know, (laughs) too clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That for me built to my third point, which is the gradual turn of mother and the sort of clinical nature of her in everything her that the droid and everything it did, even when it was, you know, making you look the other way and making you feel that it has emotions, which it clearly doesn't. Yeah, what are your worst for this? Worst would probably have to be like... It's tough though, because these are are good films. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of worst. Yeah. I think one of the things I'd say is I was a bit... I'd say you were right in a minute. Like they didn't... I don't think they quite they didn't nail the critique. enough of the potential. Yeah, yeah, they didn't nail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the main thing is like there's a critique on humanity here somewhere. I think is sure. like, uh, or at least like if there isn't, I think there kind of should be. Like 
uh, like you want to like leave it open on both ends. Sure. And I think that part was a bit vague on the Hillary Swank. Like, what are the flaws that, in particular, sure. that or philosophically that maybe Mother would have seen with Hillary Swank and used her as a reason, as a juxtaposition to foil uh, yeah. daughter. Yeah. I also would have liked to understand a bit more, like what, like to the same point. What exactly like usually you you think there'd be a couple moments that you could point to that are the reason why mother allowed daughter to take on this mantle, mm. right? Like, is it just that she showed up? Well, what did the other one not do? You know what I mean? Like they left yeah, that yeah. adequately vague. Yeah. Like there's a vague, there's, there's an element of like, leave it vague, but there's also an element of like, give me a bit more. You just weren't quite satisfied. I wasn't quite satisfied with the critique. You did need that last blueberry. You were like, I just want, yeah, I just wanted a little bit more I, I, meat I, on the bone. I agree. Like you just. There is some potential here that's not quite fulfilled. Like when we talked about Ex Machina, it was like it, that one was so precise, like so surgically yeah. precise. It was amazing. Whereas this, it was supposed to be more ambiguous and it was supposed to leave you with more and more questions, more about yourself and yeah. the philosophy of, you know, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> you know? Or like give us more moral questions like the ones she posed in that scenario. Yeah. To like see it be sussed out by two different parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think like, that would have been an, an, an interesting twist or additional I, content. I might suggest as well, like daughter being just so, so happy to just let things go and not question mother enough. Like she didn't question. So when mother, mother sort of said to her like, oh, I looked at the bullets and they were, they, they were the same. So humans must have shot her. Ask a question. You're being raised to think philosophically and think outside the box and have your own thought processes on these moral issues you'd ask questions there you'd be like mother i know you i i know you're the authority here but prove it to me i think also like so. there's a bit of like fear that like oh, 100% she's going to crush die, you kill you that thick you. girl would <laughs> you actually if like, you ask the wrong question that's also true though as well i guess yeah. But that isn't really explored. You don't see that. And I also think that, that probably wouldn't yeah. be her like native stance. Like she just grew up with this thing. Accepting She'd probably be it. more trusting of the yeah. alien, of the robot. It's, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. I don't think we quite come up with three there, but I've certainly yeah. enjoyed doing this a little bit. I think Ex Machina did it better. Let's say that. I'd say it's got that vibe to it. But Ex Machina was just just a little bit. It better. was definitely better. You guys should go back and check out more our episode act, on more Ex acting, Machina. more nuance. I think they they had multiple themes they were tackling there. Yeah, agreed. Like, like the action wasn't bad in this. We haven't really talked about the action. There were little little action moments. So for more example, just like robots running, robots running. But when they had to attack Mother to like escape, so like true, they like didn't they stabby stabby. Or yeah, something? she she created a sh like a, a shiv and like hit her oil rig or something, which was quite interestingly yeah. done. Like she went straight for the eye in the middle of mother's yeah. head. Smart, like you would. That's what you'd go for. And I think she clearly shows she's learned from her environment. This mm. Hillary Swank we're talking about. What do you do against like a a droid? Mm. How would you? There's a bit when she jumps on her back, and I'm like, this is. A Chris Evans level yeah. uh, Captain America trying to strangle a robot. Bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> like, this is not going to help you. Yeah, she's just going to slam you into the... Precisely. Uh, but, but then Precisely. That, that offers that question. What do you do in that situation? Like, how do you fight back against this thing that's clearly either just crush you by lying on you? Oil. <laughs> or just, <laughs> on, the, on the marbles. Yeah. <laughs> like, just throw them on the ground. Where are my marbles? Yeah, it's know. like Hook. Turn the light off. I don't fucking know. Uh, all right, then. What do you think the critical reception to this is at present? Tell me what you think the current IMDb score is. Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite number, 69. Oh, it's 67. Okay. Pretty close this week. Good effort. Yeah, I like my best. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is? 82. 89. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty big jump. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is hard to pick on, man. It's hard to pick. I them. feel like this is more of a critics' choice. I feel like critics would love this, but saying that, they're like fans would like this too, Probably especially like sci-fi fans. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. It's got its vibes. All right, so our classic letterbox all user scores, which we all know, is almost always three point five. Can it be like a three seven? Is that doable? It's a three one. Oof. Users didn't love this, so that's why I thought maybe the, the Rotten Tomatoes, you know, maybe critics were nicer to this than maybe the public was. Maybe. Yeah. So what we do now then is we like to rate this by our own rating system, which, as you guys may or may not know, is we we know the internet's binary, you know the internet's binary. Effectively, you know, is this better or worse than the most average movie that we can we can pick at this exact moment, which is Aquaman 2018. Dio, is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018? I would argue this is better than Aquaman 2018 quite confidently. Okay. Would you? Argue. 
<laughs> well, no, you just heard all the reasons why. In the few last, listen to the last forty-five later. minutes. That's surprising. It's only a year later. I didn't, didn't yeah. realize that. No, I, I, same era. I also think it's significantly better. It did for a five million budget. Wow, like yeah. they do so much in this. And you know, Ex Machina had a significantly larger budget than this. We talk about that. Alien, you know, had a bigger budget than this. Yeah. But for such big ideas, perhaps they didn't quite get it all. But for five million dollars, I really think Old Mate's done well here. I think so too. I think he, I think like, I want to see more of this world or at least more of him I'd as see, a director. I wonder I, who wrote it. Uh, he was part of the writing team, yeah, the, like, the old mate director, Grant Sputron. Yeah, he's done fuck because, all. That, he moved into podcasting. I told you this at the beginning. I know, but like, it's weird that like, that's what you decide to do after having like a really great movie. Maybe he had a shit, shit chat time doing it. Maybe I he guess. really hated it. Yeah. DL, do you want some true or false trivia to wrap up this bad boy? Let's do it. This screenplay here we go. This was just for you. The screenplay for this movie by Michael Lloyd Green featured on the 2016 Blacklist. True or is that false? Actually true. And if you didn't know, I didn't until I read this. The Blacklist is an annual listing of film industry, film industry valued unproduced movie scripts. So effectively, everyone in the industry is like, holy shit, this is good. Why hasn't anyone done this yet? <laughs> <laughs> so good on them. All right. So true or false to you? The number of human embryos that Mother oversaw was around 43,000. No, 65,000. It was 63,000. You were right. I was false. Uh, and finally, the plot elements are from the epilogue of A.M. Esmonde's novel, The Final Version from 2014, which focuses on an ex extinction event. Is that true or is that false? false actually true i'm just going false i'm yeah, going I'm, all I'm, false you've today. gone all false today <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's effectively uh focused on a robot practicing being a good parent and the complex moral and ethical lessons around that with a malfunctioning ai and it does a pretty good <laughs> job with those themes yeah, it does literally it does. i love it well ultimately you know i highly recommend checking out this movie uh, it's one that flew way into my radar even though i think i might have seen it before you definitely did dude. i'm pretty we sure we did. both it was like there was not a lot going on we saw it right ahead of, uh, ahead it was, of covid it, was, it was covid kicking off we were all there dl yes where can they find us and well, let's wrap up this this we bad can, I, I, we can wrap it up in a second i have one question for you Tom. please we've been doing this for a while I would say. How many? What are we at? 124 episodes? 124 episodes. You forced me to watch so many bad movies. Wow. Of which... Forced. Of which this is not one of them. Okay. I would argue. But there is no one I'd rather watch a crappy Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with than you. And talk about, to be fair. We do have to do a lot of talking. You are my mate from across the pond. Appreciate you it. deal with my many American traits. I have a question for you. Would you be... A groomsman at my wedding. Ah! Oh, oh we caught it live. Of course, I will. Oh, and oh, we shake it. There's a hug Thank happening. You, oh, there's this lots of. This is a beautiful moment. It is a beautiful moment. This is going on our Instagram. It's going on our Instagram. <laughs> it's live. 124 episodes in. How to get it in before uh, 125? I love appreciate to, that, man. Thank love you so much. You I'd love to be there. Epic. Do I have to have? Do you have to tailor me for a suit or anything? What's happening? Yeah, and Gil, you know, Gail's pretty OCD. So oh, holy gonna shit! Have to, we're gonna have to figure something. We're gonna have to do that I, soon. I did the old. Uh, I did the old. They can just wear whatever they want. I don't <laughs> care. She she gave me the death stare. <laughs> <laughs> the death star stare. I was like, never mind. They cannot. <laughs> It was kind of like the mother turn, like the yeah, um, like yeah, the the, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah. head turn. We were like, oh, I appreciate that's the perfect yes, reference yes. for this. I would love to thank you, dear. Epic, and now I will do my best to close out the show. You can find us at the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. And if you really are enjoying us, please give us five star. Please five do, guys. Review. It really, really would help. Yes, it would help us. We need all the help we can <laughs> we <get. do. laughs> A big thank you to Matthew Bliss for editing and mastering this week's episode. If you'd like thank to you, hire someone to edit your podcast, head to matthewbliss.net and book a consultation today. If you want to hear his work, From My Home to Yours is a podcast about an expat repat double pat podcast <laughs> patty cake pat, podcast pat, pat, pat. <laughs> where matt and his wife play patty cake no they share their experiences and advice for people 
moving around the world, right? Yeah, Irish. we've done it. We've done it, man. It's it's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, nice. it was a long time. I, I remember. Did I have I confessed this on the pod before? I don't think so. Have you ever? Do you ever have a cry in the shower? Oh, we have. Talked about I think I have. It was it was my first that weekend. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their first cry, and once you have that, go listen to Matthew's podcast and help <laughs> get you through it. I was very lucky when I moved over here. One of my best mates had just moved here at the same time. So yeah, yeah. I got incredibly lucky. I don't think I've had the cry in the shower moment, but you never know. It I might, mean, dude, it I, I was solo dolo. I think uh, there yeah. was, a, yeah, there was one girl I'd made out with once, <laughs> and now it's my only friend, and she had a boyfriend, so I was pretty oh. out of options. So oh, wow, I, I, there you had, go. I had my cry, and then I went and figured it out. But check out that podcast; you it's have, way more wholesome than whatever this is. Exactly, you have a podcast you can listen to help you through. You don't have to do these embarrassing Absolutely. things like me. And hopefully, we help with all those mental health issues as well. If you ever want to talk, guys, we're always here. Yeah. Yeah, ask, are you okay? Is the thing <laughs> yeah, I say exactly. at my work. Um, until next time, Tommy, tally ho. Latest gators, baby. Latest gators, and uh, we'll see you then. See you, see you at your wedding. Oh, get out, bitch. See you at your wedding. No!